This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies presented by ESPN. I am Matt Bungard and with me today, Nick Hampton. Hello. Hey, hey, it's great to be here. Here being the confines of... Stadium Australia. That's right. We have just locked our, sequestered ourselves in one of the, the press boxes up here to give you a quick reaction show to what we just watched. Nick, a origin, dead rubber in name, but not in nature. <laughs> well, that was kind of a point that, that I, I made a little bit in the lead up to this game. I know it's a bit hackneyed to say, well, there's no such thing as a dead rubber in origin. And well, th- there is like... The game tonight can't possibly have meant as much to either team as game one or game two would have. And pretending that it did is just is just willful deception. But the important thing, if your team does find itself on the wrong end of a dead rubber, is just looking for stuff that can help you kind of climb back up the mountain in the future. Mm. And the Blues have still got a very long way to climb, even after this 24-10 win where they played probably their best footy of the series by a good, good long way. But... There were, there, there, there were some things out there tonight that I think can be replicable for them in the future. So I yeah. think they would have got what they were looking for from this game. Yeah, I agree. So the, the, the most interesting thing for me with this game, and it's going to take us like almost nine months for it to bear fruit, is just basically how much of what we learned about the Blues and what Brad Fittler learned about the Blues is going to be remembered for game one next year because I thought Cody Walker was outstanding. He was, he was awarded the man of the match. I thought James Tedesco sort of definitely kept the wolves from his door for at least next year. But, you know, for whatever reason, some people were still criticizing him tonight. But And, and Mitchell Moses is pretty good as well. And that's, that's three guys who are sort of not guaranteed walk-up starters for game one next year. Maybe not Tedesco now after tonight. He was brilliant, but... It's just going to be strange to me to see what happens next season with the Blues because Cody was absolutely outstanding. Mitchell Moses definitely did not look out of place. But, you know, there's a long time between now and, and, and next May. And tonight was a was a great night for the Blues. I think, uh, you know, 75,000. We weren't expecting that many people here, but great night. They played some scintillating footy. But, yeah, there's just this little part of me that's kind of like, yeah, that was awesome. But what happens if... What happens if Cody and, and Moses have slow starts to their season next year and Penrith are just still the juggernaut that Penrith are and they just go back to old habits? Well, look, I, that's probably a valid concern, but like, let's let's sort of put that to aside for a yeah. moment. Let's talk about why each of these guys yeah. were so good. And let's start with your... Would you say he's a close personal friend, mm, Cody would, Walker? Yeah. Or would you say he is your brother? You, you looked at me like I just won an Oscar for like... Best picture when Cody was announced as manager. Congratulations, <laughs> you, you, Mr. Scorsese. Well done. I thought you were going to clamber on your table in the press box and scream you were the king of the world. Oh my God, I was close to doing it. Bro, but like, you guys might have missed the previous show, but our dear friend Bertrand said the Blues were going to win by 14 and said Cody Walker was going to be man of the match and said Bradman West was going to score the Liam first Martin, try. Liam Martin, I'll never if forgive for, you. If not for <laughs> Liam Martin doing his best impersonation of a, of a clumsy oaf yep. in being in front of Cody Walker when he was kicking the ball, he Se- would have hit all three. Second time someone named Liam's wronged me at this stadium this week, but we're not going to talk <laughs> about Saturday. We're not going to talk about um, it. But yeah, mate, look, so... So there was a bunch of guys who were absolutely fantastic. I think Brian To'o was well, brilliant. Just, let's, uh, sorry, let's, we'll stay on let's, Cody. Let's we'll stay stay Cody. On, I can't believe I'm the one telling you to stay on Cody Sorry, Walker. I just don't want to get... Are you, yeah. you are overwhelmed. I am. With, with, you are giddy so at this I point. Was, I was obviously petrified of not a Nathan Merritt situation, but a Cody 2019 situation where like he didn't have a great time in origin. It dented his confidence and it, it really affected the way South season played out from that point. But tonight, I thought from the get-go, he was brilliant. And I think he just... 
whilst he is an amazing ball player and he's so smart, I think he just did things that we've been screaming at the Blues halves to do for this series. Just get We've got such talented outside backs. Just give them the ball. Give them the ball in space. Get them the ball out early. Let them do something. And he just identified early on that they had a real, real strength on that left side against that against Queensland's right edge, which was very, very flimsy defensively. And whether it was going short to Martin, going out the back to Best and Fox, he just seemed to make the right decision pretty much every time, except when he chucked that ball over the sideline midway right through the second. right in front of us too. <laughs> I, for a second, I was like, oh, like bracing myself for the intercept. But then I remembered Stephen Crichton plays for the Blues. So it was fine. <laughs> but no, he just identified who to give the ball to pretty much at every moment. And I know that that, try, that first try was disallowed because of Martin's involvement, but that kick early on just really put any fears I had about Cody Walker's performance completely at ease because I thought that's that that's a confident play. That's the play of someone who's who will back themselves and who'll back the things that he's good at to get a result. And whilst they ended up not getting a result on that play because of because of the penalty, they kept going back to the left side and they had success after success, whether it was the long range Josh Shadow car try, whether it was going through the hands to Bradman Best, it didn't matter. Everything they sort of did down that side worked. And there was a bit of a lull in the second half. I think both teams were sort of just going through the gears for that sort of middle period of the second half. But I think the Blues had it won in that opening half an hour where, and I don't think Cody's second half was as good as his first, but his first half was absolutely outstanding. And I could not have been happy with how he played. And and given, given the way the game played out, I I do think the Blues had it won in that first 25, 30 minutes. And I think the game plan that they had to just give early balls to their backs, go to the left often and aggressively, just really bore fruit and, you know, credit credit to whoever came up with that, whether it's just Cody Walker playing his natural game, whether that was tactics des- d- designed by Brad Fittler and whoever else in the coach's box, I don't know. But they, their game plan, which they've been often criticised and rightfully criticised for in the past, particularly earlier in this series, was spot on today. It really was. It really was. Like, they were a left-side heavy team in Origin 1 and Origin 2. It was where they were running most of their stuff in Origin 1. And even when Damian Cook was out there in the centres in Origin 2, they were still going left more often than than they were going right. So I think it's pretty clear that that was always that wasn't part of this team's underlying philosophy, but mm. Walker is a lot a lot less idiosyncratic than than Jerome Luai. Luai likes to like crab across field and he especially does it if there's not a whole lot of room. And sometimes that works at club level. It's not like not playing direct has never really served anybody well at um, at origin level though. And to me Walker played an extremely Simple game tonight, you know. The, the the Blues were getting a lot better roll on through the middle of the field, not through their size, but through their speed. And they did pick a smaller pack for this one, and they got yep. a little bit criticised for that. But I think they would have seen how well Queensland had done in those first two games with a pack that was more based around size, uh, speed, and mobility rather yeah. than size and power. And that made a really big difference. Like I don't think it's coincidence that Walker was brought into the game so early when Cameron Murray was in the middle of the mm. field. You know, I, I I think he he gave them a real sort of dynamic quality in the run. In his running and his passing, that Isaiah probably struggled to match a little, not probably, definitely struggled to match in Origin 1 and Origin 2. And that's because Murray's a more dynamic player. Yeah. And then the knock on effect from that was it brought Walker into the game. And if Walker's in the game, everyone outside him is in the game. I think I overheard Gus saying on commentary that he reckons he could have scored a couple of tries hmm. outside Cody Walker tonight, which is probably true because if everybody runs the right line, and you get and he's getting the ball quick and he plays nice and straight. Yeah. He's gonna get it right nearly nearly every time. That's the sort of mm. playmaker that he is. And I, I've mentioned this point in the past that a lot of people call him like a very natural ball player. And of course, there's a lot of natural ability there. But he's he's 33 and he's been playing either top level footy or just underneath the top level footy for a really long time now, for over 10 years. You know, his his 
triumph is not just one of natural instinct. It's mm. natural instinct meeting the, the, the thousands and thousands and thousands of plays that he's run through his entire life. And yeah. you've mentioned a couple of times that you were worried about him coming out here. If he stunk it up, sinks his confidence, he's done for the year. But I actually, I was, I was pretty confident that he was going to have a big one tonight, or at least that he would play with the confidence we see for Souths. Because while I agree, he got knocked around in that first Origin one. But I think he's matured a lot since then as a player and as a man. And I think that put him in good stead tonight to come out here under trying circumstances in a team that was pretty bashed up and very, very low on confidence and low on like attacking zeal as well. Mm. Like their attacking game one again too was was like just... Really, though. Really I was just called cool. really what was this? It's fucking awful to watch as well. Yeah. You know, like nothing, nothing was happening. Tonight nobody was, nobody fun, was going where they was going. Okay, well, People were having that fun. was it. Eh? Like it felt a lot more. If like, of course, it's more fun when the when the home team wins. But they just played with a lot more verve, and that really came yeah. through with Walker. Feller was tipping it to a lot. Bradman Best. Let's talk about him. Yeah, really awesome performance. And I think you and I were higher on the selection than a lot of people were. People were acting like the sky was falling. People were acting like this was a Tavita Pangai level selection, but. I mean, we, we didn't think it was in any way that bad. And in fact, I think we basically talked about the things that Bradman Best does best. Sorry. For <laughs> the, you the, could, the, the things Bradman does yes, best. Exactly. Was right there. It's, late, it's late at night. Everyone apologies. else has left. You've got to forgive us <laughs> a few verbal snafus, guys. The things does best is he hits holes, he runs fucking hard, and he's aggressive as shit. And if you give Cody Walker someone like that on his left hip, then... Good night, nurse. And yeah. he was superb. He ran those lines beautifully. He, he, he was he's such a powerful player with ball in hand. I love watching him play. And I, I'm delighted for him as well. I, I I think it's just interesting. And I wonder like how Brad Fitler... I couldn't be bothered asking him at the press conference. But like I wonder how he feels sort of like... It must be the weirdest feeling when like you know your selections for game three. But there must be a little bit of you in the back of your head that thinks, fuck, maybe I should have picked these guys for the first game or the second <laughs> game when it, when it actually mattered. Because Best, I thought, was was fantastic. And that's a guy who is, he's got time on his side. And he, he, he's a guy that's, you know, he's never really under much pressure at club level because the Knights are sort of little, little relatively out of the picture. No disrespect to the Knights fans listening. But, you know, they're not in the spotlight in, in the way that like a club like South or Brisbane is. And... He's a guy that can just enjoy his footy for the rest of the year, and a guy who I think can be a real key piece of the Blues going forward. Because the it's a, it, I think you did call him an Origin player on Monday, and it is a cliche a lot of the time, but sometimes it is true. And a guy like him who's just never takes a backward step is just so fucking strong, so aggressive, runs a great line. Those those are the skills and the attributes you need in Origin, and he's got them in spades. There's two like there's two kinds of origin selections. Oh, there's a couple of different kinds, but there's two main kinds that I always think of, right? There's there's guys who sort of earn the spot after a, like a, a good couple of years yep. of footy and, and it gets to the point where it's like, okay, well, he has clearly earned his chance. And then there can sometimes be guys who get into the team a little bit before their time and the, the coaching staff take a gamble that they will rise to the occasion in this level. And sometimes they're, they're guys, you know, like Lindsay Collins or something like that mm. who find an extra gear when they play yeah, yeah, but yeah. sometimes it's young fellas it's young fellas like best right mm. and they, and they get picked in the hope that they will rise to that level and then stay there and the last time i think this happened with a new south wales player was another night in daniel safidi so he got picked kind of a little bit out of nowhere mm. for for origin 2 2019 and then he played again game 3 and he was all right in those two games but then after that he he went to a completely different 
level. And he was actually he, – he turned into the player that would have warranted that selection, if yeah. you know what I mean. Sometimes sometimes it goes backwards. Well, yeah. Sometimes getting picked before your time can cripple a player's career. Sometimes it can be a lightning bolt. Sometimes it can be the radioactive spider that bites you and gives you superpowers. Mm. And we saw Bradman Best get bit tonight. Like, I, I – I, in attack, he was great. You mentioned all that. He ran really good lines, backed up really well. I thought it was a really good sign that he pushed up in support so well on that second try, backing up that break from Tedesco. But what stood out to me was his defense because he was always going to get targeted heavily by mm. the Maroons. He's had a couple of struggles defensively mm. at club level sometimes, and they went at him pretty hard, and I thought he held up really, really well. He well, it was rucking the ball out of his own end really, really strongly. He was really good on, on, on kick chase and things like that. A very, very impressive debut. For Bradman Best, I, mm. I, I thought, and given uh, he he did cop a fair bit of criticism, or he didn't cop it, but the Blues copped a lot of criticism for picking him. But now, well, if Trell's fit next year, he's probably going to be in this team somewhere, probably at left centre. But if he's not fit, which is a very possible reality because he's injured a lot, the big fella. Mm. Like the next time they pick Best, no one's gonna no one's gonna raise their eyebrows. No one's gonna think twice. And maybe this is the springboard that that, mm. that best that best was was waiting for to sort of realise that that considerable talent he's 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 had ever since he came. Yeah, into the you're first right grade. in that regard because it's he, like if Trell's fit and, and Crichton was also very very good tonight. Well, Crichton and Toto were both oh. really good with all the tough stuff, all oh my the God. little Toto things. Toto is one of I can't remember a winger just being better at yardage. Yeah, man, well, he's so it's, good at it. Like he, he's always really good in yardage, but it was just like it was making really hard mm. tackles. It was cleaning up loose balls. It was, yeah, it was just all the tiny little things that when you add them up make a big difference at the end of the game. Mm. So not the flashiest performance from the two of them, but they um they put the boilers. But when you and I, today, when you I and I were running through the our five or six man of the match, we both said Toto was right. Yeah, up I there. thought he was great, and he's probably one of the very few Blues players. Who has played well in all three yeah. games? And like he's he's probably one of the few who hasn't had his reputation. And I believe we, by we mentioned Crichton and Murray as well, but uh, but the other guy that we had right up the top with with Cody and Best was of course Camden's own James Tedesco, who a lot of people were sort of saying this is it, this is his swan song. Give Dylan Edwards a chance, give whoever a chance. But back to his best tonight. Yeah, bad miss on Talangi after that line break, but ball in hand. This was this was vintage Tedesco again, he, and I think that. The way he plays and the way he played off Cody in particular, I thought they, th- that is a combination that I want to see more of at this level. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think maybe in those first two games, one of his problems was he, he was clogging up the attack a little bit and he was probably touching the ball a bit too much. But for James Tedesco, for years now, him touching the ball as much as he can mm. has been an avenue to success for club and state and country. Yeah, And it can be hard for a player to change that. You know, when their body's changing and they're getting a little bit older and things are a little bit different to the way they were in in 2019. So that can be a tough thing for a player to accept. But I felt like Teddy got the balance a lot more right in this game. He was buzzing around the the ruck a lot more. When he was out there on shifts, it, it it was mainly down mainly down one side and he was he was sort of letting the the guys inside him set up stuff a little bit more and there there were I think there was maybe two times prior to his big break where he looked like he was going to shoot through and it was only really great second efforts from Queensland that brought him down but he just he stayed on the job stayed on the job and then he was mm. eventually rewarded with that great bust to set up the second Bradman best try I I still don't know if Tedesco will be there for for game 1 next year mm. I think while he was so much better tonight, um, I, I do think that you know you, you know maybe maybe to, maybe time is coming for him a little bit. If his form doesn't continue 
being great, which it hasn't been this year. Maybe that weighs on him too. Well, there's, well, there's just there's just there's just so many good contenders so many, for the jersey and there's, and there's as well. So many miles on that on, on that on that. And while 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 this performance well. was great, that doesn't wash out what happened in the first two. Um, yep. So you got to take all that into consideration. But if this was to be his last game for the Blues. I'm glad it was a good one, and I'm glad he had that and he's a, that really he's good a top moment. Top five blue and all of all that. time, and if you don't think so, shout out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, any other Blues you want to talk about before we move on to the Maroons? Um, I know I mentioned him earlier, but I do think Cam Murray was exceptional in that first stint, and no. I don't, I don't think it's a coincidence. Queen that looked better when he came off. Well, I, no, I, just, I, I think the, I think it's more that the Blues attack just wasn't quite as sharp when no. Yo was out there, even even though even though Yo was better with his passing tonight. Um, if we just run through. The other debutant, I think the only other debutant's Keon, isn't it? And yeah. he was he was pretty solid nice down that for that first. Round. Yeah, he was pretty solid down that right edge. Really the well, the, fo- the footy just wasn't. Yeah, that's it. The footy just wasn't really, just wasn't really going his way. Um, this and is then, sad, by the way. Sorry, they're taking the uprights down at. at oh, at, don't at, look, don't look, oh, Bunga. They're not going to be back up until South play the Roosters here in the last round. Oh, of man, the they're season. taking the post down. They're hosing the the they're try not line be back off. Up till like, September, Nick. It's only July. I don't like that. I'm I'm sad. I, like, I, don't like I was, we were I was here. having. I don't like, this is like watching your pet get put down. I don't know. I don't like that we were here for this. <laughs> well, what's a, what? When you're here late after the grand final, um, and if you stay late enough, eventually all the players head out into the middle of the field and mm. sink beers and smoke cigars and yell. And I can't scream imagine a better feeling. Like it's it. always it's always it's always a great thing, and we're always you know us dickhead journos are always still up in the press box mm-hmm. slaving away at stories or whatever. And it's, I always like seeing it, but it looks like it's not going to happen. This time, that way. Um, anyone else I want to mention for the Blues? Liam Martin, really good again. Very, very good. I think him and him along with Toto are the two Blues players that have had their reputation Increased. enhanced in this yeah. series. And I don't know if you could see it on the TV coverage because the TVs in the press box were broken. But Ivan Cleary was in the Blues coaching box through the match. Freddie was asked about that. What did he say? He said, I was just asking questions throughout the match, but then wouldn't elaborate on what those well, questions were. I said would, that he was a big help. I wouldn't be surprised if Ivan was running the bench. Oh, I would think because for the first time in a long time, I thought the Blues really, really well, got Clint that Gutherson right. didn't come on to play hooker after like forty-five minutes, so you might be right. That's progress. That's mm. what you call progress. How about baby. the Gutho victory cigar in the seventy-seventh minute? <laughs> Fantastic! So, and he falls yeah. on the ball to win the game. Very yeah, fun. it was good. I, I, I was glad that the Blues got something. Yeah, just something because they were. It was. I felt like the the that was such a low ebb after game two. That if they lost this game three, then that's as low as I've seen them since uh, the streak. Again, know? this is going to have to wait till next year. We're not going to be able to talk, but it's just going to be so interesting to see what happens next year with the team because some of these guys who weren't in there for game one and two were fantastic tonight and deserve to keep their spots. And God only knows what's going to happen between now and next May. So, yeah. quick sh- quick shout to Regan Campbell Gillard. I thought it was yep. really good in his mm-hmm. first in. I just remember that now. Yeah, um, Queensland again. Like it, it's tough because. You know, depending on who you talk to, depending on who you believe, the, the degree of partying they were doing beforehand or the degree of seriousness with which they were giving this game, I thought that they were playing, especially for the first 25 minutes of the second half, they were playing at a pretty high intensity. But at the same time, it, it also just kind of felt that the stakes were a lot lower for them in this one than it did for the Blues. I don't know that neither team was playing to win the series, but I think there's more at stake to be the team that loses Oh three than there is to be the team that wins three zero, and on yeah. top of that, I also think that guys like Cody and Moses were playing for their future in a Blues jersey, and guys like Best and Keon and a couple other guys were playing to sort of. It's their first time, so make it's always going to be huge. Yeah. Whereas on the Queensland side, apart from apart from your boy, the Red Horse, there's not really anyone in that team that's sort of like auditioning for anything. I don't like AJ Brimson, who was quite poor. 
I don't think it would have mattered how well he played tonight. I think that's Reese Walsh's jersey again next year, regardless. Yeah. But I don't think Brimson did him did his chances any fa- any well, great favor. You, but you you made a good point there. When it comes to when it comes to a dead rubber, mm. the shame of losing is worse than Absolutely. the glory of winning Absolutely. is good. And I have no doubt that the that the Maroons took this game as seriously as they could. And you know, it's not it's not the eighties anymore. They weren't on the piss all week. It's not even two thousand and nine. They weren't on the Still Knocks and Red Bulls yep. all week. But and, and Billy Slater mentioned this on TV after the game. Subconsciously, it's going to be there. Of course. How can they possibly play with the rabid intensity and incredible uh, yeah, you, sort of attacking can't. zeal that they had in game one and game two? Like that's just and this is that's, true. That's that's just this not is realistic. true in this is true in any sort of game, sport, whatever. Every person listening to this can relate to this because whatever you're doing in anything. The shame of being embarrassed to the most, the highest point that someone can be embarrassed in a particular game or activity is what far worse than being the person that won. Like if you were down twenty nil in a game of twenty one in basketball, the the team down twenty nil is fighting way harder than the team that's up twenty nil. Yeah, for sure. And this is just a, that on a, 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 the, to the millionth degree because that of origin is, is such a high pinnacle than a bunch of dickheads playing basketball <laughs> in the park. It's, but <laughs> it's the same thing. It, it's the exact same principle when it boils down to it, and that's why as great as the Blues were. It doesn't tell you a great deal about Queensland, but what it does do is it fills me with some hope that perhaps they'll divert away from the Panther ball that's kind of plagued this team for the last couple of seasons and maybe just look at being a bit play more bit, creative. Play, play a bit of bunny ball. Be a bit of bunny ball, mate. All bunny four ball. of them. The most, most South players South in a Blues team in the current Origin era and most players since 1973, I think, if you go back swerved to like it, the old... Sw- swerved it from us talking about Queensland or you talking about South. Well, you did it. Bungard, Bungard's law. You did it. I didn't bring South up at all. <laughs> I was saying that they... Let's, let's, let's stay on Queensland. Yeah. Let's stay on Queensland. I think, I think you're right about Brimson. It probably wasn't mm. his best game. Um, and I think he's just so different in style to Reese Walsh or even Kalen Ponga, yeah. where passing is a thing he can kind of do. I wouldn't say it's a real strength. Is, and you could see that... When he backed up, um, I think it was Harry Grant poked his nose through yep, in the yep, first yep. half. Threw him a good offload. Cherry Evans is there. Brimson's, Brimson has support either side. Just has to right, find the Chops right pass away. and and misses it. Yeah. You know, and it's just like when it's a game like this, and you know Queensland aren't going to be as good as they were in the first mm. two games, unless they're an all time great side, which is good as they are. They're, they're probably not. Mm. They're not quite on that level. They just need to really nail those chances. And I actually thought that passage of play was a little bit indicative of their performance tonight. Like, I thought Harry Grant had a really tough one out yeah, there. Yeah, I don't think both, either of their dummy halves. Yeah, Hunt, Hunter, wasn't, Hunt, 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 Hunter wasn't great either. But, like, Grant uh, had that intercept to Stephen Crichton when the Blues, when the Maroons had a big, big overlap. I think it was mm. a four-on-two, and he just one had to find the right Stephen pass Crichton and they're away. <laughs> and, and Crichton managed to pick it off. There was a, a moment late in the game. Oh, sorry, it wasn't so late in the game, but uh, the Maroons were on the attack. He yeah. ducks out a dummy half. Stephen Crichton's at marker. Reaches oh, out and, and sma- out. Yeah, smacks yeah. his arm. And then there was a bit really, really near the end of the game where... Oh, Val. Well, no. Well, they beat... they Grant... Um, this wasn't on Grant. This was oh. more on Munster. But Grant ducks it out of Damien Half. Goes out to Munster. Munster's got massive, massive numbers. Oh, yeah. They can't find the up. pass. Slides out of the tackle. Comes back around. Puts a really good kick in for Val. Val gets the bounce. Yeah, I couldn't believe And that. just fucks just, it up. So, yeah. like, that's Grant, Munster and Holmes. That's three of Queensland's best players over the last couple of years. Yeah. Three blokes who if if you were picking if you were picking an Australian team, you got the three of them in there every single time. Mm. Like three three men with tremendous track records, tremendous origin players, and all three of them just made plays tonight that 
if the series was alive, I gar- or they, they made errors tonight that I guarantee if the series is alive that they don't make. Yeah. And that's that's just what happens. Yeah, that's just what happens it's, in, it's in, impossible in a to, game it's three. Impossible or in a dead to, rubber. It's impossible know? to rise to the same level of yeah. intensity as a decider. And there's nothing... There's nothing wrong with that. That's how human. That's how human brains operate, and that's fine. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? I thought Hamasau Tabio Fido in a losing team had some really nice touches, particularly that kick for himself. God, just the the, the what? There is no one who moves like him. There's no one who moves like him. He just fucking it feels like it's pl- glides it, it, over it the turf. It feels like it's bro. being played in slow motion, and then it's just like oh, he just grubbed, ran past four dudes and yeah, got it back. Man. It's like you know how that we we've said a few times over the last couple of weeks. There's guys that stuff just happens around. Mm, Imagine stuff happens if stuff just happened around you and you were the fastest person in the entire in the whole wide world. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, speaking of fastest guys in the world, Josh Adokar's try also absolutely marvelous. That's that's I know it's a dead I, it's a dead rubber. So it that's one probably of the great origin tries. Yeah, it's one care. of the greatest origin tries. I don't care if it's a dead rubber. Amazing. That was hectic. And Love when he being here when he it. kicked it when he kicked it, Walker was pretty clearly in front of him. And I was like, oh, Walker's going to race through and, and like, score oh, wait, and all that. And they were like, oh no, Fox is just going to get there himself. Yep. Um, just more Queensland stuff. I thought Lindsay Collins was excellent again He's off the bench. Every, just it felt like every time they mounted any semblance of a charge in the second half, he yeah, was involved. Just finds it. Um, I thought Tino was great in his first stint. I thought Cherry Evans probably had a bit of a an, un, mm. an unhappy night, but asking a 34-year-old with that many miles on the belt to put together three superb performances yeah. in a row, it, you know, that that's, that's just asking a lot. Um, Slater was asked about the Fafita thing and just kind of flat-batted it, so who knows? Yeah, I wasn't sure what was going on there because I thought Fafita started pretty well. Um, and I think that's, that's something that, if I was a Queensland fan would give me confidence that this Maroons team has still got another level to go to because yeah. I don't th- I still don't think they've worked out the best the best use of Fafita and when they do it's going to be fucking ballistic out there it's going to be crazy because they've already got so many weapons you add him to the mix shit's going to get crazy mm. um I thought Xavier Coates had a really tough night tough night out there It's weird though because there was two defensive defusals in the air that were fantastic and then it was With just everything else. off the ground, no less. Yeah, but it was just everything else that was... Yeah, you know, yeah. Well, but yeah. like, that's the thing. Like, you pick guys who are a little bit out of form. At Lang Park, they get the magic, but the, yeah, the, magic, the magic doesn't, doesn't always transfer. make it... Do, well, doesn't always make it down to... Yeah, that could be... Doesn't always make it down to Sydney. Um, and look, it's... it's it's Yeah, look. Uh, you know, they still deservedly won the series, but... Obviously, different team with Reese Walsh back there. And again, as you said, like it's just too hard for guys to to get up to the same level as guys like I just think guys like Cody and Moses had so much more to prove today than guys like Cam Munster and Harry Grant did. Yeah, for and sure. And that can matter for that can be a ten point difference in a game like this. For sure, for sure. Um, what else? What else was there? I had a couple of other things. Corey Horsburgh getting booed as he ran on. Yeah, awesome. Like that. Me on your left and George Clark on your right both turned to you like a proud father when he was getting subbed on as well. Well, a proud cousin. Yes. I like that at various points we turned to each other for proud things that we had no no involvement <laughs> in at all. Was like, yes, congratulations, sir. And to you. Well, no, I, 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 more than one person came up to me tonight and said, mate, how's the, how's the family doing? Like, not as a joke, like dead serious. That's like, are they, oh. all, are they all proud of Cousin Corey? Well, we ha- I'm not going to name him. I had to say he's well, not I'm actually not my name cousin. Him, there was another journal in the press box who thought we were not joking when we said you were related to him. He <laughs> um, was all right. I think I he, also had, got I think a he only got about 15 minutes. He had, a couple of, he had a good carry in there. I also got a message from one of our patrons, Sam. I after like just saying like like congrats on Cody Walker, you must be so <laughs> proud. I was like, thanks, Sam. I am um, big big shout out to Ruben Cotter winning. Sorry, player- I said, Cody deserves this, and so do you. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> big shout out to Ruben Cotter winning man of, uh, man of the series. I I love that this Queensland team is so sharp and so fast and so incisive and have so much 
swagger to him. But the two blokes who have won Player of the Series under Billy Slater are Pat Carrigan and, and Ruben Cotter, two yeah. two grinders, two hard working fellas. You know because yeah. it's such a cliche, it's such an old old footy old old man footy thing to say, but. If you don't have guys like that, then you can have all the Reese Walsh's in the world and it won't make a difference. Yeah. And I thought Cotter was was great tonight as mm. well. You know, like, I don't know how he does it. Um, it might just be strength. It might be how hard he runs. It might be just how he throws himself into contact. But the way he's able always to just sort of like poke through the line and get straight down and get that quick play of the ball is just Some guys fantastic. Just it, at, this, at, this, at this level as well for a fellow that size, just absolutely outstanding. Mm. We finished taking the posts away. Do you want to tell the story about that guy who's sitting in front of us? Oh, yeah, that was weird. So uh, if, if people aren't aware of how the press boxes work at ANZ, they're, they're like they are in most places where it's just like, you know, you've got the glass, me and Camper on the front row, there's just like grandstand in front of us, the sort of the sidelines, so the fancy seats like the ANZ members, etc. And at one point, so we're at the, obviously our faces are clearly visible over the glass because we're sitting in the front row. Um, at one point, some guy in the back row of the of the corporates or the of the expensive seats on halfway sticks his phone camera up, holding it backwards, like on selfie mode, and like takes a photo of me and Campo, and like clearly like m- shut like readjusted where he was holding it multiple times to not take photos of the people next to us to just get us two, and waited for us to like give him a smile and a thumbs up and then took a photo, and we didn't get anything on our Discord. No one tweeted us about this. No one messaged me or did anyone message you? No. So, if you're out there, random guy that took a photo of us, let us know. And if not, um, you're not going to hear this, but uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was weird. Yeah, someone took a photo of us, and it, and it was uh, we we don't know why. This is what it's um, like to be famous. Yeah, there's like there's two handsome guys up there in that glass box. <laughs> I have to investigate for later. But uh, one, yeah. <laughs> one of the one of them is one of them is beaming because Corey Horsburgh just got booed and mm. the other is holding up an I love Cody Walker sign. Yeah. That can't be <laughs> neither of those things sound very professional. That's there's not not no, we, we did we did well to neither hooter or holler. Well the only rule of the press box is no hooting or hollering. That is true. You that is the that it. is the that is the own that is the only rule. And mm-hmm. you you can't do that, you can't be there. That's right. All right. And um I don't want to be here any longer. Let's go have some still knocks and Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Right. The drink of origin champions. Okay, patrons, we'll have questions for you at some point. Don't be needy. They'll come to you. This is relax. And uh, uh, other listeners, we'll see you on Friday for the for the preview show. Uh, no Thursday wrap up at least, so that's good. Yeah, uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to all our origin stuff through the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this. I love this time of year. I love this series. I love how passionate people get about it, and love talking about it with um, all the Derek's out there, especially. Yeah, Derek's that love Cody Walker and are sitting yeah. right next to me. Yeah, I, them, um, them, perhaps most of. I all. obviously carry on a lot about like how Origins screwed Souths over tonight, but like you know, on a personal level, we are very privileged to be doing the things that we do every week. And like me in particular, would not be here tonight if it wasn't for this podcast and for the support of everyone doing this. And honestly, like cover, I've covered Grand Finals, did the FIFA World Cup last year. The last thing I hadn't done that I wanted to do as a teenager was cover a State of Origin game, and I'd done that tonight. So. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. We we uh, we genuinely, genuinely appreciate it, and uh, we hope that you've enjoyed the Origin coverage, and we'll enjoy the coverage for the rest of the regular season and the finals to come. One last thing, so you remember that South Bulldogs game on the weekend that we're not going to talk we about. We aren't talking. We're about not it. talking about it. Was it worth losing that game for Walker to have this game tonight? Yes. There you go. He's done it. He's done it. Do I get Origin? It- Let's not go that far. You're, oh, you're so much closer. See, now you're, you're finally fucking there. It's taken mm. this whole goddamn series. Yeah. You're finally like 
I'm so proud of him. Starting to get it. so fucking Yes, Origin's great. Thank you. He's finally worked it out. What a great concept it is. God damn. Goodbye, Bertrand. Goodbye, Campo. Goodbye, Campo.